All right, here we go. Beauty in the Beard, take, oh, hold on. This is, uh, what is this? This is Beauty in the Beard, March the 30th. Mm-mm, May. Ugh, I'm tripping. May 30th, and this is the end game. So, welcome everybody. It's your boy, T.Roy. And Shaka. And Shaka, we are Beauty and Beard. We're here to play a game. Um, actually, uh, Shaka actually found a card game, and um, they, uh, I'm not sure if y'all remember last time we played, uh, what was it, a five-second rule. Mm-hmm. And actually, we played a five-second rule with some of our friends uh, via, uh, what you call Zoom. it? Zoom, WebEx, uh, any one of those <laughs> camera things. Actually, uh, here's a couple photos of, of uh, previous nights that we've had playing um, five-second rule. It's actually been fun. So with one group of friends, we played the uh, regular way, and the other group of fl- friends, we played the uncensored. Um, we didn't, we won't cuss into nothing like that, but it just, it provokes, it provokes you to say, to think outside the box and even say things that you typically won't say in a conversation. So it, it was so much fun. And if you're looking for a game to play with your friends while we're still social distancing, that's be a great idea. So, mm-hmm. but, um, tell us about the game we're playing today. So I came across this game through social media. Um, there are videos of other couples, which is why we're filming this. Videos of other couples playing the game, and um, some of them I saw were whole games. Some of them were just like teasers um, that were promotionals for the game itself. But it's a game called The And. Probably can't really see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll put up a photo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and it's just a card game that incites conversation. And uh, this particular edition is called the Couples Edition. But if you go on the website, you can actually find different versions. There's versions for strangers to play, versions for families to play, friends to play. It's just a whole lot of different um, options. And so the idea is that you will answer these questions and you'll have a real conversation and you'll get to learn things about each other. Um, for the purpose of this video recording, we did not open the box. We wanted you to know that we did not prepare any of our answers in advance. We haven't even played the game. Plastic's so still on it. It's about to be brand new for everybody. So here we go. So I'll tell you first. Um, so the how you play it is every question must be asked. You don't have to answer all the questions, but to earn the right to remain silent, you have to look at each other for about 10 seconds before you say pass. So you sit facing one another, like Which we're is doing. Which be awkward today, considering we sit side by side. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> uh, and then you choose about 12 random cards to use for a deck. You take about 30 seconds to relax and look at each other, because, again, it's supposed to be um, something more intimate, you know. And the person one begins by asking a question, and then person two answers their question. And then you continue back and forth through all the questions. So here we go. Now, look, I'm going to let y'all know right now, me and Shaka actually do like each other today. We are friends. We have not been beefing at all. Just want to let y'all know. So after this game is over, if y'all notice a change in our demeanor, and it's, it's the game's fault, don't get it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm going to tell you before I play this, one of the things I thought about, and we'll see if we actually do it, um, I thought about us going through 12 – and then challenging a couple at the end and, and sending it to them and letting them go through 12 and kind of passing it That's cool. that way and, and encouraging them to also record and yeah. share. What's okay? this? 
This I think that's a rule card. Is this anything different from what you just read? Nope. It's the same thing? Yep. Okay. I read from the back of the let box. Me, let me look at it real quick. <laughs> so while he's looking, I'm going to pick 12 cards. One. Can I pick? No, we'll shuffle them first. Why shuffle? I mean. We don't know what they are. They're not in order. Uh, that's true. Maybe they put them in a specific order. We don't know. Well, shuffle. there's two piles. There's over 120 cards, I think. So you take one pile. I'll take the other pile. Okay. I don't know what they're about. So there you go. And we're taking 12 cards each? No. 12 cards total. 12 we cards. both have to answer the questions, or you can pass. But if you want to pass, you got to stare at each other for 10 seconds and then say pass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I'd say six cards each. Six cards each. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to well, just one, two, three, four. I'll pick one from the middle. Five, one from close to the end. Six. I got my six. One, two, three, four, five. Now, the idea is that we both have to answer all 12 questions. But hold on. Didn't you say in the doesn't say in the rules something about passing? Yeah, you can pass a question if you want to answer, but the uh, your the other person then takes on the responsibility of answering, or they can pass too. Like you can both pass. Okay. You just pull twelve cards to use as your deck. Can we make our own rules as we go? No, we're gonna play according <laughs> to these rules. How come? How come you don't wanna play by Troy's That's rules? That's the great part of Shaka picking the game, because we're not doing house rules today. But we in my house. In my house too. We're both on the lease. At I mean. We're I mean, we're both on the um, not lease. We're both on the on the the mortgage. I got some secret documents that say that you're you're not a homeowner of the house. That's okay. I have a lawyer that says I am. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. All, All right. right. Ready? Uh, ladies first. Uh, so you get to choose. Um, we're gonna play this like football. You get to choose to kick first or receive. Uh, we're not doing rules <laughs> that you make. So no, do you get you get the do you get the choice? I'm I'll getting. I'll I'm ask get, the question. You ask the question. You okay. can answer gotcha. first. Okay. There we go. Ready? I I, mean, I wanted to give you the option. Okay. You this is going. Lord, please don't let this be a long game. Lord have. I mean, the longer the better. Actually, it's more content. For no, because no. We need content. All right. Ready? Yeah. We're starting, guys. Wish us luck. If you're watching, and I know you're going to be watching yep. this, like. After we've already done it, but pray for us. Yes, I need all the saints to 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 put your thumbs towards the screen right now and be like, "Hey, in yeah. Jesus' name." Because we're laughing and smiling now, but I some of the videos I saw, the questions did get pretty serious. And I'll be honest with you, it can be one thing, like a whole day for me, Shaka and I can be perfect, and it just be one thing that goes wrong, and then it, the whole temperature in the household can change for a whole week yeah. so uh y'all y'all better be praying okay as we go through these questions all you right go ahead. yes okay so number the first one this is a money question oh do you wish i made more money and why mm, that's actually a good question that's an easy question too um no i don't actually i wish i made more money um so that you had the ability to um, choose whether or not you wanted to work. 
I think the way that our finances are set up is set up on a, a two-income household, and so um, I I would love to give you the opportunity to choose if you want to work or not. Um, only because, and here's the reason why, and it's not I'm I'm I, although I, I do hold some of the uh, you know traditional type of um, morals and ethics or whatever the case may be. Um, I, first of all, you are a working woman, so I'm not trying to hold you back from that. You could do that. Um, but I know I've seen your, I've seen how work has been, has, can be burdensome for you, mm -hmm. uh, to the point of what, cause you take on work, like, like you take on work seriously. Like when I leave work, I left work at work. <laughs> when you leave work, you bring work home. And uh, if you remember the first few years of our marriage, you know, when we were working, um, when we were up in Maryland, you worked at, um, we won't name the name, but you worked at that, uh, that lab. And, um, you know, you, there would be times when you would come home and you wouldn't talk for me, talk to mm -hmm. me for like two or three days. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought you were cheating on me. Yeah, I remember that. You actually mentioned that in one of the podcasts. Yeah, I I really thought that you were cheating on me because I thought you were holding a secret in. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't even that at all. It was because work was so overwhelming for you that uh, that it affected you and you brought it home. So I could care less if you made more money. Uh, if you made money, that's fine. We're going to find a way to spend it. <laughs> But uh, I, yeah, I would actually love it so that you had the opportunity maybe to like explore some of your uh, your your hobbies, your you know your wants, things that you want to do, and stuff like that. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So same question for me. Um, oh, both both couples answer the question. That's what I was saying. Yes. Oh. Both people answer the question, and then you can pass or not. All right. Okay. Um. So do you wish? Do I wish you made more money and why? Um, or do I wish I made more money? Now I'm looking at it. <laughs> uh, so no. Well, yeah, I think for the same reason that you said, yes, I wish you made more money. Right now you make good money. And actually um, we've, we've done the I work, I stay at home and he works. Um, Thing. for the first two years that we lived here I actually didn't work we moved here and I didn't get a job right away so I could start school mm -hmm. and do my classes and stuff mm -hmm. and so we were fine living on um, one income but now like shortly after that I got bored and I wanted to work again because I realized I'm a career woman so I'm not a stay-at-home type person and um and i actually and there's nothing wrong with stay-at-homes yeah well i wasn't saying that i said i'm but anyway right, right, right um so i i like being in the workforce and so i went back to work um and the thought was because we had learned to to live on one income we would just bank my money but if any of you remember or you went to school or even just leave, living with your parents and then being on your own you know, in your mind, when you start making your own money, you're going to be making a lot of money. So you're going to be making decisions um, that have you saving and investing and doing the right thing. Because mm -hmm. in your mind, you'll have so much more money than like the $25 uh, grocery bill that you had when you were just by yourself or younger or what have you. And now you're like, I'm going to have a $800 check. And I know how to live off of 25 bucks from college or something like that. Yeah. But what seems to happen is your bills get bigger. 
Mm-hmm. And so then you're spending more money. So mm-hmm. instead of living in the mindset of the 25, you are now living in the mindset of the 800 and mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. And so for us, when the second income came, you know, confession, we didn't continue to live on the one income. We now were like, we have more money and we got used to spending and we got money. used to spending more money. <laughs> now we've made some wise decisions along yeah. the way too it's not like we don't have something saved up or put away or you know and actually we, having two incomes allowed us to get out of debt yeah mm-hmm. uh, and um and you know we also were able to buy the house and stuff like that so we we did do wise with the money but again the bills got higher and things like that and so now we are used to having two incomes so to go back to one income, I think we would need a slight increase in yours so that we can continue being comfortable. Yeah. We wouldn't have to do the excess or anything like everything we do, but to continue being comfortable, I think more money would be good if that were to be a possibility to not work for a little while. But to be honest, the only reason I would not work would be to go back to school Yeah. like full time or something. And I think both of us want to get our PhDs. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. It's good. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Hey. <laughs> question one. Hey, question one. One point to the Burnett's. We're still together. We're still together. All right. Ooh, this is a good one. If I, it, no, if you had a daughter, what advice would you give her regarding relationships? Oh, my gosh. That's. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um. Well, to be completely honest, my first my first advice for my daughter would be to get to know herself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women walk around uh, feeling like they're not a whole person. You say that what? Say it again. Would be to get to know herself. Get to know herself. Okay, good. To you know, establish herself and to do life for herself and with herself um, before she seeks a relationship. Um, so that she can have an understanding of what she likes, what she wants and what she's capable of Mm -hmm. and doesn't have that reliance on someone else to complete her. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's a statement in a movie and a lot of places say this, you know, you get in a relationship with someone who you're absolutely in love with and you say, you complete me. But in all truthfulness, you should be a whole person sure. before you get in a relationship. Yeah. And part of that is taking that time in your singleness to explore and to to um, to appreciate the gift of singleness. Because the idea is that once you're married, you're never going to be single again. We don't get married or get in a relationship to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, we get in a relationship with the idea forever. So. So hopefully in the perfect world, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have that time again to just do you, Yeah, you know, by yourself. Um, And so I would, that would be my, I think that's answering the question. That would be what I would talk to my daughter about relationship. Um, Get to know yourself first, appreciate, you know, your life and the things you want to do. That way, when you come into a relationship, you're actually bringing your experiences, the good ones, hopefully, and then talking through the other ones um, into the relationship. And you can then start doing things together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be what I would tell my daughter. I would what the advice that I would give my daughter about relationships is to keep your legs <laughs> closed. You hear me? Keep your legs 
clothed. But I would also tell my son that too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like isn't I, it? I, I mean, I would, I would definitely tell both of them to do that um, about relationships. Now, here's the, here's the question though: At what age are we talking about relationships? Because it's gonna, it's gonna, like the different ages in which you know kids are gonna be in relationship is gonna be kind of difficult. Now, some, now listen, some, I'm not telling you all this is how you should do it. This is how I would do it for my house. And me and Shaka ain't even talked about this, about the information that we would give to Aubrey Janae. That would be the name of our daughter if we, uh, if we had a daughter. You just gave our name out there. I know, because I don't want anyone else to take it. <laughs> don't take the name Aubrey Janae. If I find out one of my friends took the name Aubrey Janae and named their daughter that, I'm going to celebrate that y'all have a baby, but then I'm going to be mad at you right after that. But, um, no, but seriously, like, in honestly, like, in middle school, I, 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 I it's pointless to date. <laughs> <laughs> it's pointless to date in middle school. High school was low key pointless to date too. Um, now, I mean, I don't. I only know of one couple that were high school sweethearts. Yeah, I only know of one couple that are high school sweethearts that married. Mm. And um, I mean, so it's possible. I don't know. I know one also. Shout out, you guys know who you are. I think you're rocking twenty years this year. Yeah. Shaka went to a high school that had 12 people Ten. in it. <laughs> 10. <laughs> but, um, but one of the things, too, is that, you know, but when she gets to college, you know, that's a whole nother thing, too. You know, um, um, I would just I would just tell her, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know what I would tell her. Um. I would this is but but this is what I would hope. I would hope that she saw her mom and dad's relationship and that she loved it and enjoyed it and would even want to have something that mimicked that mm -hmm. growing up. That's mm -hmm. what I would hope. Um and so I think one of the best gifts that parents can give their children is to have a healthy relationship with one another. Because when they see the healthy relationship between you two, they know what to look for when they grow up. Yeah. And so my my advice would hopefully be the lifestyle that we live. I don't know if you know, I don't know what how verbally I would express it, but maybe I have to just tell her verbally, you know, um, I hope you can see, you know, our, yeah. our, our I think to add to that, too, um, I would encourage her and him to be friends first. Um, I think that has been a huge benefit in our relationship. Mm -hmm. We knew each other outside of the context of romance. And so we were actually, um, really good friends for a few years before it ever turned into anything romantic. Yeah. And so we had an opportunity to get to know each other, to get to know friends and family and just hang out with no intent behind it except for just to like be really good a, a really good brother and sister in christ kind mm -hmm. of deal mm -hmm. and so you know for instance now that we're we are married you know one of the stories we said in the beginning was we used to take pictures even in college and and things like that and we have um lots of things that we as a group did together mm -hmm. um 
that are just general stories, but they wound up being the building blocks for our relationship now. Like I got to know him um, and see what he was doing without him trying to impress me. And likewise, um, because a lot of times in a relationship, you know, that gets in the way you try to impress each other. And so you're not your real authentic self. Um, So that would be my encouragement for our children would be to um, develop a friendship first, like in any, even in middle school, just cultivate your relationships, your Mm -hmm. relationships with girls. If you're a girl, your relationship with guys, if you're a guy, your relationships with the opposite sex, learn to be a good friend Mm -hmm. and learn to have good friends around you. Mm -hmm. And then if it turns into something later, that's fine. Cause the great part too in middle school is if you're friends and you wind up falling for a friend, we probably as parents get to know them. Right. That's good. That's Um, true. But that would be my other. Um, I would also, this is the last thing we'll go to the next card. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're supposed to go back and forth. And, and I, like... and I know, I know we're talking <laughs> about the daughter, but I, I want to make this to be clear. Cause I'm going to actually tell both my children this is that, uh, abstinence is abstinence is key. And the reason why, um, they abstinence is key. Uh, I do believe in abstinence. Um, two people can get to know each other. I believe that, uh, sexual intimacy um, can blind an individual from things that they need to see. And um, I always tell my, my, my really good friends, um, the, the guys that is, I don't, I don't talk about, I don't talk to women about relationship. I let Shaka handle that. <laughs> um, but I talk to the guys, I say, hey man, you need to practice celibacy and, um, and abstinence because uh, you're gonna be blinded by the booty. It's gonna keep it real. And, and what I mean by that is that you're because uh, for men, we we get so um, we get so um, I don't want to say addicted, but we get so comfortable with the sexual intimacy that um, we do anything just for that. And then um, eventually after a while that it doesn't last, you know, and you didn't get to know each other. You just wanted to get uh, you just wanted to get together. And you didn't ask like the important questions. You didn't go deep enough. And I think the the more that you put that to the side and hold off on that, you two can get to know one another um, without being blinded by the booty. Awesome. And 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 with that, I'm sorry. Um, I'll probably <laughs> cut this part out, but I do just no, want to say. No, don't cut it out. Um, um, and also also with that, like you're so caught up into the sexual intimacy, like you miss the signs that you need to miss, I mean, that you need to see. Because I believe while in the courting, in the courting stages, in the dating stages of, of, of being together, it's meant to tell you, it's meant to give you signs of whether or not you're su- supposed to be together or not. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if there's one big thing that annoys you about the individual, but you won't do anything about it, or you feel as though emotionally it's going to, uh, it's going to harm you, but you also know I decide, man, we have been together for a while and the sexual intimacy is real good. It's not going to sustain you. What's what is sustaining our relationship right now, Shaka and I, is that we, we have a friendship. We, we have a friendship. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that Shaka said at one time at the very beginning of our marriage, probably like our first year, she was like, I can't say that you're my best friend. And so what I've been doing for these past few years is um well not intentionally just for that i just i genuinely am am learning and getting to know my wife more but i i want to create that opportunity for us to um for me to become your best friend mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and 
Um, uh, and and so the, our relationship just didn't end when we got married. Mm-hmm. In actuality, that was a milestone for our relationship. And moving forward, I'm getting to know you more because as the years go on, you change, I change. I need to know the new Shaka. You need to know the new Troy. Mm-hmm. I don't like the things I used to do anymore. I've changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I want to clarify, when I said you weren't my best friend, part of that was when I had a girlfriend or girlfriends who were like my absolute sure, best yeah, friends. Understood. They knew everything back and forth. And Troy and I had um, deep conversation and we had, um, you know, very private conversations too and intimate conversations when we knew we were going, we were looking at marriage, especially mm-hmm. after the the point of um, engagement when mm-hmm. it was like, okay, we, we really need to talk about this stuff. And then, um, premarital counseling encourage us to talk about even more. Yeah. But there were certain things I also knew had to stay off the table because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to not, you know, awaken certain things in our relationship before it was time. Yeah. And so there were questions and stuff that, and things that I wanted to talk about, not just, you know, sexual things, but even some stuff that was very, very deep and even sometimes very dark that I needed to get comfortable. So when I say you weren't my best friend, it's because um, the people who were absolutely my best friends knew about the dark matters, you sure. know, knew about um, there was nothing that we couldn't talk about. Everything was, was fair game. Yeah. Um, and you and I had to, had to, for some of that had to actually, you know, put the ring on yeah. <laughs> in order for that to be permissible just because, um, just trying to protect us, our relationship mm-hmm. and us. So, yeah. But we did also talk about hypotheticals. So it's not like we came into the, the relationship not knowing there could be something more. But right, right. Yeah. So next question: Why do you think I can? Prov- I don't like this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we got to answer them. We I gotta, know. You gotta be. You gotta well, be. I I feel like this is. I'll ask it. Why do you think I can provide for you? Why? Yeah, it says, why do you think I can provide for you? Now, I'm going I'm to extend this question. It has a dollar sign on it, which means okay, it's supposed so it's to be a money. a money question. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's put it in any context. Not just money, but maybe emotionally or physically or whatever. Why let's, do you think I can let's be true to the card. I'm going to be true to the card okay. and then I'll, I'll add some other stuff too. Um, I, why do I think you can provide for me? Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen you provide for me. Sure. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough about me. When do you embarrass me the most? Oh, I got some for y'all right now.